0: Hello and welcome to the Joyful Doctor podcast. My name is Dr Caroline Walker and I am the Joyful Doctor. Uh, I have a real passion for helping doctors to live happier lives full of reward and meaning. And that's why I really wanted to bring you this podcast. Each episode is going to be an interview with an amazing doctor that I respect, love, admire and think has some wonderful things to share with you to help you to become an even more joyful doctor than you already are. I've um, really struggled over the years and um, as a doctor and also, you know, I've fallen in and out of love with medicine many, many times and And through it all, I just keep coming back to this idea that we should be doing more of what we love. So I hope that through listening to these podcasts, you might be able to connect with what it is that you really love to do and to do more of it. Welcome. Welcome to the Joyful Doctor podcast. Hello and um, welcome to our latest episode of the Joyful Doctor podcast, It gives me great pleasure to have with me today Grace Castronovo, um, she is a wonderful doctor who has invited me along um, to Eastbourne today to take part in a series of workshops that she's been running for doctors all about their well-being and um, we'll hear a bit more about those in a minute but um, Grace welcome.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me. This is great.
0: My pleasure. So, tell us a bit about yourself for the listeners out there. What do you What do you do? What's your background?
1: Um, so, so at the moment, I'm a GP trainee. Um, so, I studied in in Brighton. My family are from Hertfordshire, um, and I've done my foundation years, and now I've chosen to, to go into GP. So, I'm 18 months through my course, and um, 18 months left.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. So, and you're based here in Eastbourne at the yes. moment, sunny Eastbourne. Yes, it is the closest past. to Australia that I've ever come across. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it
1: is, it's lovely. And um, yeah. I live at the harbour at the moment, so it's, oh, it's lovely,
0: southern harbour is that. Yes. Oh, it's a nice area. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. So, um, uh, I will always start by asking my guests the same first question. So, what does it mean to you to be a joyful doctor?
1: Oh, it's um, it's it's a really difficult question because it it mm. changes. Um, At at the moment, I'm I'm very kind of focused on on looking after myself and self-care. So Mm -hmm. I'm making sure that I'm around my loved ones as much as possible. I'm making sure that I'm kind of checking in with myself and I'm taking time just to look after me. Uh Um, So that's making a huge impact to my well-being at the moment. So, yeah, that's that's where I am right now. I
0: love that. And it's so true that um, many doctors that I ask this question of, actually, the answer is nothing to do with their work. Yeah. Actually it's yeah. more to do with yeah. uh, just in life a human. as a whole. Yeah. 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 We have other things, yeah. yeah. Um and has there been a well tell us about a time when you, you haven't been such a joyful doctor.
1: Um so, so the most difficult time in, in my career to date um was was in the last year actually when I worked in A and E. I've never mm. worked in A and E before. Mm. Um I knew it would be difficult. Um but I also knew it was an in- incredibly important rotation to do. With being a GP, you need to kind of gain that confidence and see the variety of, of cases and deal with emergencies. Um, but I wasn't quite expecting how difficult the irregular shifts were going to be and the toll it was going to have on my body. Um, and I was suffering with a well, I have a physical health problem anyway. So mm-hmm. doing those irregular shifts um, and and the associated stress just it, it really took its toll on me. And um, I felt so low in mood. And I remember it being sort of one day when I woke up and I just thought I can't face the day i don't want to get out of bed i don't want to go in i don't want to talk to anybody i just want to isolate myself i just felt so low lots of negative comments in my head like chatter and um, telling me i'm not good enough yeah. um and yeah I, I really hit a low at that time so that was definitely the lowest point
0: today yeah Oh, yeah. well, thank you for sharing about that the i hear that so much from doctors and i certainly feel it and i still feel it sometimes that mm. you know i'm not good enough that imposter syndrome absolutely yeah what helps you when you feel like that
1: um, so, so something I've, I've um, started to do recently, actually, is is kind of talk back to myself. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> I'm trying to capture every time I'm I'm talking negatively to myself. Mm-hmm. And until I started doing that, I didn't realize how frequently it was happening. Yeah. And now I'm trying to capture it and stop it. I'm thinking, oh God, that was just happening in the background the whole time in the past, and yeah. I was just letting that stream of negative thoughts go on. Yeah. Whereas now I'm trying to capture it and just you know try and say something positive about myself to myself. And I I figure the more I say it, the more I'll then start to believe it. So that's my kind of new thing that I'm doing. But there's been lots of other things I've tried in the past. So Yeah. yeah, it's all an experiment, see how it goes
0: yeah you've just got to try what try a few different things see what works yeah, for you yeah absolutely. no that certainly helps for me if I can as you say if you can realize you're doing it you've then got a choice what mm. to do about it and, and I think there's this common misconception that you sort of almost have to feel more confident and better in order to say nice things to yourself but actually it's sort of the other way around yeah. you've almost got to kind of just say it and to then believe it yeah absolutely and
1: I'm very much trying to think you know I get to shape what happens so my thoughts and 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 you know what what I say to myself the things I do shapes how I feel so I'm trying to kind of take responsibility for myself and not trying to let other people kind of have an impact on my mood I'm trying to take control of it and change it and so since I've been trying to kind of change my mindset it's it's going well so far so yeah, yeah I feel a lot better than you know a year ago when I was going through that awful experience in A&E that's for sure.
0: Yeah well, I'm so glad that that's behind you a little yeah. bit now and yeah. you've been running these workshops lately tell yes. me about those they seem to have been going really well and getting great yeah. feedback.
1: Yes yeah, so they, they've gone they've gone really well so far um, and I can't wait for your session later on today. <laughs> um, so the wellbeing workshops came about um, after, after my difficult time in a I took on um, the lead of a peer support group locally, um, which actually came about after a trainee took their own life, sadly, a few years oh, ago. Yeah. So, um, as part of partial support for trainees, we developed or um, well, the, the trust developed a confidential. Um, group that's run once a month um, over the lunchtime hour you get some food as well and it's just a space for trainees to come forward say how they're feeling mm. um, in a confidential and safe space mm. um, and if they want me to escalate it then obviously I can escalate the concerns if, if they want me to. Mm. It's um, so
0: important though that space for peer support because Whenever I see happy doctors, I always ask them, you know, what's your secret? Yeah. And without fail, they've got some sort of peer support, whether that's formal yeah. or informal, it's but just so a safe important. space yeah. to feel like they're understood, that they're not the only one going through that awful experience. And
1: absolutely. And just to have that connection with others as well, to know you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, we all go through very similar experiences, but as doctors, we tend to keep it all to ourselves yeah. um, and then we need to kind of break that. We need to, you know, change yeah. the culture.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. What would you um, let's say for a moment this is your last opportunity to talk to doctors out there who are struggling right now. What would you say? What would your kind of top tips be?
1: Um, Probably my top tip would be put yourself first, and Mm -hmm. I think that we we just don't do that as doctors. It's not in our kind of DNA. We very much put everybody else first, and I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I'm saying that actually, you know. Try and think about the things that are going to keep you in, in what I call sort of the green zone. I kind of think of it as a traffic light system. So yeah. I think, you know, what are the things that are going to keep you in the green zone when you're most energetic, you're most um, efficient, you're engaging, you're taking on new projects, you know, you, you've, you're taking on life. Mm. And then, you know, what can you do to keep yourself there and prevent yourself from getting to the red zone, which is, you know, what we call sort of physician burnout. Yeah. Um, where things are completely overwhelming, and you might be socially isolating yourself, you might be feeling low mood, mm-hmm. you might be turning to things like alcohol and drugs or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um. So I would probably say, you know, think about what makes you happy and just go and do it. You know, take that time, prioritize time for yourself rather than constantly putting everybody else first. And that would probably be my top tip
0: wonderful wonderful how can people get hold of you if they want to kind of find out more about what you're up to maybe invite you to speak at one of their events or run a workshop or you know what how can they get hold of you
1: um, so so in regards to, to the wellbeing workshops um, just I, I didn't say earlier on when you asked me um, so we're, we're running a series of workshops on nutrition, physical health and stress um, with yourself running the stress session today mm-hmm. um, and yeah if, if anyone wants to get involved in any kind of wellbeing project or speak to me about the workshops um, they can contact me at grace.castronovo at nhs.net
0: wonderful we'll put that in the footnotes below the podcast for anybody who doesn't know Perfect. how to spell that beautiful Perfect.
1: name <laughs> yeah my Italian roots (laughs) (laughs)
0: Thank you so much for speaking with us today on the Joyful Doctor podcast. It's
1: been a
0: pleasure. Thank you so much, Caroline. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Joyful Doctor podcast. Uh, Really um, excited that you've found the podcast. And if you've enjoyed it, I would love it if you would maybe share it with another doctor that you know that might enjoy it too and get something out of it. Um, As I say, I'm all about trying to help doctors to live happier lives. Um, If you'd like to um, keep abreast of what's happening at Joyful Doctor, then do pop over to joyfuldoctor.com and you can follow me on any of the major social media um, sites from Facebook to Instagram to Twitter to LinkedIn. Um, I really hope to connect with some of you soon and please tune in again um, for another episode of the Joyful Doctor podcast.